Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer. So y'all can shoot if y'all please. I don't, I don't know. We're just out there playing. My helmet came down on me. Uh... <laughs> when guys come and sit on the couch, I go right after them. Don't you respect me for that? No, I don't. Your big dumb desk hiding behind your microphone. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to The Longer Yard Podcast. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Let's begin, guys. Episode 10, Ethan. I can't believe they gave us a full 10 episodes uh, and haven't canceled us. Dude, I mean, they've tried. We're not going anywhere. We're too strong, man. We're too strong. I'm hurting, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. On uh, today's episode, we're going to just freaking jump right into Madden covers, bro. Um, They just, so they just released the Madden cover this year. Like, I mean, it's no surprise, really. Um, We'll be, the cover Madden will be John Madden himself since he passed away. Um, Was it early this year? I believe it was last December. The legend, the goat, John Madden. He passed away. So like, I mean, it was, it's figured it, it had to be Madden. If it wasn't Madden, I'd really probably would question some things. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, it was funny. I saw, uh, I saw someone post to be like, kind of do the, the engagement tweet of like, who's going to be on the cover. And I hadn't even thought about the fact that John Madden died, which is yeah. terrible on my part. And so I was thinking like actual players and this, and then I saw you were the one that, that I first saw post and be like, well, it's gotta be John Madden. I was like, Damn, that is that. That's exactly who it needs to be. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely like, right. I mean, I mean, you just didn't think about it, like, but like when you when you, it came in your mind, you were like, oh, actually, like that. Yeah, that makes it has to be. You yeah, have, you um, have to do you have to do, you show respect for? Yeah, I mean, literally, the like you named the game after exactly, and literally, like the first like twelve covers or eleven covers are him, yeah, it's 12. just with a football for like a football or just doing we had a headset, you know, like something crazy, like. You can't not have it because he's been on it so many times. It's like, dude, this is him. It's like you named the game out for him. Like, if you don't honor him at least by giving him the cover, like it's kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah. typical EA because it's a trash gaming company, but the game it's the same game every year. And, strong here, oh my dude, God. it's just, it's the same game every year, and I'll buy it every yeah. year because I'm basically Bailey told me one time, uh, my friend Bailey, he told me. He was like, you know, it's the same game every year. And he's like, we're pretty much just paying for a new roster. Yeah. 100%. You know, because the addition of like the new rookies and stuff. I'm like, I want them every year. Like I want to play, be able to play with those guys. And, but like, it's literally just like a roster update and it's sad. You know, uh, that's one of the reasons I stopped buying man. Also, I stopped buying it because uh, they don't give a shit about franchise mode. Um, yeah, dude, they care they, too much about Madden Ultimate Team because it's it's how they, they're making money. It, it that's the yeah. whole thing. They want to make more money, but if they really cared about their main like base of players, they would put so much more effort into making a sick the actual gameplay. Like, do you remember back in the day? Not even just on Madden, but even like in, in NCAA football, creating your own team. You would be able to create your own Ross or like a uniform stadium, like dude, all of nine yards. Bring that shit back, man. That was that was the best part of Madden, and, and take it away. And like, just because people want to do like the little cards and be like, "Well, I've got Tom Brady throwing the ball to uh, Jamar Chase, and Jonathan Taylor is running the ball." It's like I don't care about your ultimate team. I I, I don't do the ultimate team either. But like, the thing that annoys me too is because I always do franchise mode. But like, you know, and like they need to just focus on the actual gameplay of the game rather than like. I'm going to be honest, the last, I think, two or three, I might have started like even four years ago, they started this game mode called Face of the Franchise, where you yeah. like create your own player and do this whole story and crap. Dude, no one cares about that. Well, like, I mean, they, they had they had a, something similar like that to that back in the day. Just like, a, a, you know, you're, you're running it as your own player, running your a full 
career. But I feel like when they did the face of the franchise, it was supposed to be this like super boost of that version where you got the you got like a, the, an actual yeah. story. You weren't just like, okay, you're getting drafted by the Colts and um, you're a wide receiver and go play your 12 year career. When do you want to retire? How, your stats look good. You think you're going to make the Hall of Fame? And that's like the entire thing. Now they're like, oh yeah, we got to we got to make it like you have this family and uh, it's know. like becoming like 2k NBA, you know? Yes, like the, exactly. They, they saw two, what 2k did and they're like, oh, we got to copy it, find a way to copy it. But yeah, I, I, I still say the best thing Madden can do to truly represent their history is beef up franchise mode, make it as good as it used to be bring back a lot of the old stuff that uh, that made the game great. You know what? You know what? I would love to see it because we're, I'm such a fantasy lover. I Anytime I play franchise mode games, I look at the stats and I'm like, how many fantasy points is that? But I will math it Whoa. out. I'm like, dude, just like, let like me, that. yeah, let me pull up a, a fantasy machine, like machine, just so I can like see that what, how many points these guys got fantasy wise. Like, you know, fantasy football is like fucking one of the staples of football now, you know, right. like, just include a fantasy stat sheet so I can look at it and I don't have to math everything out and just constantly do that. You know, like it's, it's not going to cost a lot to do that. Well, to go along with that, I guarantee you if they haven't already, cause again, I haven't bought Madden in a, in a hot minute. I guarantee you in the, if it's not there already, they're going to have betting. Like betting is now normal. It like yeah. sports betting is a thing. So if that's not a feature where it's like, Oh, uh, well, the uh, Cleveland Browns are projected to beat the Green Bay Packers by six and a half points. Like, if that's not already a feature, it's coming. So it would make sense just to do fantasy along with that. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's it's part of the whole the same thing. Like, even like if you could, it doesn't necessarily mean anything for like yeah. real life application. It's it's fun. It's part of football. What would be sweet is like you draft your team. You do like a fantasy draft. You play with that team. You play with that team, and then you like also have a fantasy draft within your season. So you just like have a matchup against like a computer and you're like, yes. I beat his ass 400 points to 110, you know, like something yes. insane, you know? And then like, it's like two seasons in one, like how could that would just be sweet? Well, now I'm thinking about this because, um, in, in major league baseball, there was the Tommy fam, Jock Peterson thing about fantasy football. Like that's how big it is. Yeah, Where, like the biggest storyline in major league baseball was about fantasy football from two seasons ago. Fantasy football is huge. Yeah. Like you have like, what, what if, what if in like the face of the franchise mode, you were part of a fantasy football league, dude. Oh, dude. How cool would that be? It'd be sick. Dude. Like, I just don't think they realize how I feel like it's not uh, like they're not aware of how big fantasy football really is. Like, I mean, like, let, like you have you have ESPN has its own league. Um, NFL has its own league. Yahoo has its own league. I'm sure there's others Super, uh, is another one. Um, I think uh, Fantrax is another like like I mean, yeah. it's, it's literally and, and a bunch of people don't even use online systems. Some people will do it like manually. Yeah. And if you like think about it, like after every week, yeah, you talk about the games. What do people mostly talk about? Their fantasy team. Almost every time they're like, dude, I got trashed on this week. They were like freaking Derek Henry ran for 300 yards, just 47 points. And you're like, it's bullshit. You know, literally that's like first thing people talk about is their fantasy team. (laughs) I'm hurt and exposed. I feel feel attacked and exposed and I hate you. Um, But Back to the the Madden covers. If this wasn't like the the year of John Madden's passing, for a Madden cover athlete, who do you think would be worthy of it this year? There are two guys that immediately come to mind. Um, can I guess one of them? You can guess both of them. Right? That's uh, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. You are correct on one of them. Cooper Cup was was one, okay. definitely one. Uh, my the fan in me would love to do like a, a Joe Burrow Jamar Chase cover because that'd be that would be cool, absolutely cool. But the two the two guys that I feel like if you're just going to do a solo cover, Cooper Cup's one. The other's JT Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that that those guys absolutely crushed it last year. They were incredible. Um, I don't think in it'll be 
very long before you get like a Josh Allen or a Joe Burrow cover or mm-hmm. Justin Herbert cover. I think those are coming. But then I again, can see a I cover of all three of them. Oh, give it to me. Like next year's cover, depending on the year these guys have. It'd be so much better if they weren't all in the same conference so that yeah. they could like potentially face off in a Super Bowl. So like, it, let's say let's say for some reason Buffalo was in the NFC and they made the Super Bowl, and then the AFC Championship game was like Herbert versus Burrow, dude. Winner plays Josh Allen. Like then it would make total sense, but like they're all in the same conference, so like it'd be like one Madden, of them not going very far. Yeah, in the playoffs. It'd be like Madden Ten House, Palomalo versus Fitzgerald lined up. It would just be like Herbert versus like uh, Josh Allen lined up. You know, yeah. like oh, as like a like a Madden cover, Madden Madden Twenty Four Super Bowl Edition or something like that. You know, that'd be so. Because they started doing like these things, like Tom Brady, when he and he was the Madden cover, he got like the goat edition, right? And then when Lamar came out, it was like M- like MVP on it, and then Brady and Mahomes was the MVP edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, which I will say, um, I I'm not big on the special edition ones. They're, they they don't like do much for me. But like I, it I is, don't. Yeah. But but it is cool that they do some kind of alternating covers and, and kind of get it's another way money. for them to get money. Uh, true. That's that's honestly what it is. But I will say uh quickly on the actual Madden covers. So they showed us the three. So there there are three of them because they're gonna have obviously the special edition versions. Yeah. And the one that uh, there was one of them where I was like, I don't like that cover that much. And it's the one where he's kind of got like blondish hair. Uh-huh. And I was like, I feel like they could have done better. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, that's literally the original cover. Uh, never mind. I take it back. That's a great choice <laughs> on their part. Because the other two that they had, they had the one where he's being hoisted up after winning the Super Bowl with the Raiders. Yeah. And that one, iconic photo. I love it so much. And then the other one is him like in the booth with all the like lines going across, like he's drawn yeah. up the play. That's how I know John Men, because obviously I wasn't alive when he was coaching. Yeah. Uh, so that meant something for me where I saw it and I was like, it's like, yes, I think I what they'll do since there's three is I think there's, you know, there's a standard edition and then there's uh, like a deluxe. And then I think there's like a, a, a go or a legend edition ultimate or yeah. yeah. So I think those three, it'll be depending on those three. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm honestly for, I guess my two, like I, I could see Cooper cup being one of the covers. I also, um, like I wouldn't, I think it'd be exciting if Jamar Chase is on it because I mean, he was a top five receiver last year in the league as a rookie and yeah. he was if, in a very exciting player to watch. And like, it's like, it was kind of like, he kind of would, he kind of brought, I guess maybe back some swagger. Like when OBJ was the cover with his one catch, you know, like it kind of brings me back those vibes. And like, I, like if he was the cover, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset about it. I, I'd be like, it's actually probably pretty cool. A rookie's the cover, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a, probably a little early for him, but I, I do think that the whole point of the, the of the cover athlete is to bring excitement to the game. And he, yeah. he has that kind of star quality that OBJ has minus the, you know, fair or unfair, minus some of the the temper tantrums that OBJ yeah. kind of brought. Like, but he's still got that star power, and so like, so that would make a ton of sense. Honestly, the other the other one that, as I think about it, there are other three that uh, come to mind as potential cover athletes because they don't really do defense very often. Yeah, but if you were going to, uh, Aaron Donald, obviously, and then. TJ Watt and Miles Garrett. That yeah. would be a really cool side by side too. Getting all three getting of them Garrett would be Watt. sweet. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, that's the thing that like two K did, where they had like had, like five cover athletes. Yeah. And in a in in a perfect world where we didn't lose John Madden, that that could have been more feasible. In the end, correct decision. I don't want to in any way uh, yeah. damper that what you know what EA is doing. I'm just saying like. If it'd be kind of cool if they did more cover athletes because the only there's only been two games where they had two cover athletes. It was last year with Mahomes and Brady, and then um, and then ten with Fitzgerald and Palomalu. Like, do more, honor more players. Like, 
frankly, I think the Madden curse is a little overrated, especially now. Oh yeah, like we haven't really seen it take effect the way. We I mean, used to you know, the last freaking, the last one, two, three, four, five. You know, like it was Brady, AB, Mahomes, Lamar, Brady, Mahomes. Like AB, I get you could you could say lived up the Madden curse, but like those last like yeah. four out of the five, like those guys are having great careers already. You know. Yeah, and even OBJ back uh, when he was on the cover right before that, that like his his injury, his injuries weren't from like around that time. It was a couple years later, if I remember yeah. correctly. So like, it's not one of those situations where that was a Madden curse, even. And then I mean, you can keep going further back with like Calvin Johnson and Richard Sherman. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the Madden curse is is kind of been de- debunked. I feel like it, it, it really, really air, uh, got big, especially after Peyton Hillis. I mean, because he, he was a one-year wonder, baby. He probably was one of the biggest Madden busts ever. That's what happens when you get fans voting power and you underestimate the power of the Browns' social media <laughs> following. Like, do not underestimate the Browns fan base. If you give them a chance to vote on something that is going to benefit them, they're coming out in droves. They're yeah. representing their team. They're representing their city, man. Like, that's that was a mistake to give them that much power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like Peyton Hillis was like truly terrible the year before or something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't like they picked a dude that had like a hundred rushing yards and that's it. Like, yeah, he had a good year, but. I mean, I, I can't believe there was not a better player from Cleveland, but I guess that was a different time when they were really bad. Yeah, I remember. I, I love. There's all, there's this one video. This guy is leaving a Browns game, and he's just like, "I'm sick and tired of always fucking losing," and just like is over it. You know, and I was like, "Yeah, I feel that sometimes." You know, I mean, I'll always think about the Browns uh, with the video of. I'm trying to remember what. It, what it's called, but um, he, it's just like a fan reaction uh, after the game. And he's like, he's like, did you guys watch the Chargers game today? It's like they're playing a different sport. <laughs> uh, I ha- I will have to find it. It is um, so good. There's a, a funny like song parody, but um, it's about the Cleveland Browns. And then it's like at the end, it's like, at least we're not Detroit. I don't know if you oh, ever it's, seen it. It's, a, uh, it's the a tour, like fake tourism video. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that, that video. Is it shots fired, man. You don't have to take shots at Detroit. They have enough problems. That's not fair. I just I, I don't remember any of the lyrics. I just remember the end where it was like, at least we're not Detroit. You know? Yeah, it's it's like it's I think it's called the Cleveland Tourism video. Or something yeah, that's like a that. that's a great video. It is a very good video, but I am always a little hurt by that as a uh, <laughs> with extended family in Detroit. But yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Is there a player that you can think of? Let's say since 2000, 2000, because uh, Madden 01 was the first game where they put an, a, a, a player on the cover, not John Madden. So sorry for everyone that played during the John Madden cover time because you're not going to get included. Is there a player since the year 2000 that you have to shout out that where you're like, why how, were they never a cover app? Why were they never a cover athlete? Oh, yes. that's a good question. Because I have one immediately that comes to mind, and that is Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. He was one of the most exciting players in the NFL, and you didn't put him on the cover, but you put good players. Don't get me wrong, Eddie George and Sean Alexander, and I'm just talking running backs. Like we can yeah. go into all the other like what the, like what the hell's Vince Young doing on there? Come on, man! Like that 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 guy. Did not deserve to be a Madden cover. Yeah, there's two Titans players on the Madden covers. Like, do you know what Titan player won't be on the Madden cover ever? Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did I not think you were going? <laughs> you know who will be on the cover? Malik, Malik Willis. Willis bro. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Ryan Tannehill. I hope all is well, though. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, but you had, you had. Peyton Hillis, you had uh, Sean Alexander, and you had Eddie George, and you didn't have Ladanian Tomlinson. Come on, I mean he's man. he's like 
He's got like he's top five in rushing yards all time, isn't he? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Pretty, uh, he might have retired. I think he might have gotten past. He might be just outside top five now because yeah. I think like Frank Gore passed him and AP passed him. Yeah, and he had that insane season where he had like 23 rushing touchdowns or something insane. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe at one point he set the record for most uh, t- rushing touchdowns in a season. And then I think Sean Alexander was the one that broke it. I could be wrong. Look I'd have to look that up. But that, this this also gets me thinking. Peyton Manning was never on. Oh, cover. correction. Ladanian Tomlinson holds the record with 28 rushing touchdowns in a season. Oh, he still holds the record. Okay, so he broke Sean Alexander's record. That's insane, dude. Yeah. How was he not the cover after that season? You, I'm, you talk... That's what I'm saying, man. Dude, in 2000, and, he did it in 2006. So it would have been the, the cover on 2007, which was um, that Sean Alexander from Seattle. Yes. I'm sorry, what? Bro. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah, I understand giving other people uh, the chance to cover. But when someone has a record-breaking season like that, they have every right to be the cover. Thank you. Speak in my language. And, I, now, and, I like, and then, like I said, Peyton Manning, never a Madden cover athlete. Five MVPs. No, no Madden make cover? Make, make it make sense, man. I mean, maybe what the NFL is just like, hey, listen, like you don't think we fucking thought of that? Um, they just declined it. I'll give them that, maybe. But like, until who declines? In person or in writing. I won't believe it. Yeah. Like next time we get on with Peyton and Eli, I want to ask him, be like, yo, we're, why were you never a cover of Madden? Like, did you just decline that shit? Or like, what's up? You know, like, because like, the dude like, is yeah. hilarious. Like, yeah, man, commercials. I didn't want the curse. I didn't, I didn't want to be cursed. And I'll be like, you know what? Dude, you're, you're literally one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like, you're fine. You're like, don't, Eli, I'd understand, but like, not pain. He's, he, he would have been like, yeah, they asked me right before the season where I had to get neck surgery. And you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, shit. You were cursed anyway. You should have just taken the cover. Yeah, you should have just taken it, bro. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my god. Um okay. Last question before we move on from from Madden covers. Do you have a favorite Madden cover athlete? Let me look here real quick. Again, not including John Madden, the GOAT in terms like, of the actual it, play. It'll probably be within like after Madden 10 just because like, you know, Perfect, those cuz my answer is pre Madden 10. So, we'll get Oh, we'll you're get all, oh really? Oh, you're pre yes, just because absolutely. like I had like I think I really got into Madden like Madden nine was when I started playing. Okay, I think um, my first Madden was oh three. I want to say my no, favorite I'm cover athlete here. Um, actually, might have been oh five. I think actually, as I'm looking at it, Ray Lewis might have been uh, the first Madden game I had. Let's see here. Do you want my answer as you're as you're thinking through? Yeah, that's that's cool. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, my favorite cover athlete is Madden 04, Mike Vick. Yeah. That's, How that yeah. man wasn't on the cover every year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the like you again, we're talking about the most exciting player should be on the cover. Michael Vick was always from when he got drafted in, I think it was 2001 to when he was arrested for the dogfighting stuff. Yeah. You could not name a more exciting player in the NFL than Mike Vick, period. Yeah, it's it's very true. Like, I mean, M- Mike Vick was more exciting to watch than like, you know how like when Lamar came in and like everyone went insane? Yeah. Mike Vick was like, like probably like double that, you know? That's because Mike Vick had all the same athleticism that we see from Lamar and a Fucking hose of an arm. Dude, he I just, mean, he, dude, like, he threw piss with rockets. Ease, with ease, 70-yard bombs. Just like not even trying. And you're just like, what can this man not do? And then it's like, oh, he can't stay out of trouble because he's making bad decisions with dogfighting. Yeah. I'm very sensitive to the dogfighting, as you can tell. It's, hey, it's all right. Like, I mean, like, he got what he just He got a dog. He got a dog. He gets Yeah. It. I mean, uh, she's a little shithead, but... You would never have. You would never put her in a dog fight. Ring. Come on. Oh, absolutely! Are you kidding? I would kill whoever decided that was a good idea. 
Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Um, give me, give me your favorite Madden cover athlete. So I'm going. I think favorite Madden cover athlete might be Madden 17 with Gronk, just because I love Gronk. I mean, I get it, especially with the pose of the spike. That is top tier. That is truly, truly beautiful. If you're gonna, there, there are two things you should do if you're gonna have a Madden, a Madden cover with Gronk. You're either having him spike the ball, or have him like chugging beer. Yeah, and they weren't picking that one. Yeah, I just think because like out of all the guys, like his personality is just one of the best personalities in the league. Like yes. I love him. Like it's fucking awesome. Yes, you know? I'm I'm a hundred percent. And OBJ's cover was awesome too. But I mean, he wasn't like we're saying favorite athlete. I'm probably just going to go with Gronk's personality. And Gronk is he's literally one of the greatest tight ends ever. I would say the greatest tight end. Yeah. I, it, it's it's between probably what him and Tony Gonzalez, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 but I think Gronk, if, if not for injuries, Gronk would be smashing. Gronk, yeah. Gronk probably would have shit. His records. Yeah. Ex- yeah. I would agree with that. So. And and Gronk is an incredibly good blocker, which is yeah. such, people people only think about him because he is such a good receiver at, from the tight end position. But he's also an incredibly good blocker. Got to give love to that man. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move uh, to our next topic. Uh, we're gonna get a little somber here, uh, kind of sandwich some sad news with. Uh, some more enjoyable parts of the show. Um, we actually lost two uh, NFL players this week, one former, one current. Uh, we'll start with uh, the the for- or, sorry, current player. Um, that was uh, Jeff Gladney. He was a cornerback for Arizona, uh, just 25 years old, died in a car accident earlier this week. Um, I've I, I got to be honest, Ethan, I'm really tired of doing of having to talk about these sad things. Like that's what I was thinking. Right. So like, it's like, I think this is the third episode in a row where we've had talked about like probably. death and just like, just tragic things happening. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, when I say it, I'm tired of it, it's not a, it's not a, even from a person, obviously from a perspective of like, I hate doing this. And so we're going to stop. It's more just like, I want a, a happy week. Yeah, in the world. like please. It's sad we can't have like a good week, you know. Every yeah, there's always there's always a, the other shoe is always going to drop. We get you know some good things like oh hey the schedule release or the NFL draft or you know Madden covers and it's kind of like okay also here's some shitty things that you now have to deal with. Um, yeah, not sorry I guess. And you're like, thanks world. It so, sucks though for Jeff. I mean, dude, he was like 24, 25, 25 I think. Yeah, he was twenty five. So years young. Um, you know, this is. This is a lot like the uh, the Dwayne Haskins situation. Um, yeah, it's it's really really sad. Um, a very a very highly coveted uh, prospect when he came out of I believe it was TCU. Um, really, just just a, another loss to the. Uh, I mean, he had his whole life ahead of him still. You know, exactly. Yeah, it, that one. Inc- like I said, incredibly sad. And then we found out about not even an hour before we were. Uh, we started recording here. Yeah, uh, we record on Wednesdays. Uh, Marion Barber, the former uh, running back for most notably for the Dallas Cowboys, um, was found dead in his uh, home. Again, uh, truly tragic. He was in his, I think, late thirties. So thirty-eight. Um, certainly no, no, no football life ahead of him. But uh, I, I'm sure still a whole life though ahead of him. Yeah, know? and family. So much more he could do for the world, and it's. I mean, uh, it's very very sad i don't i don't know if he has any kids or whatnot but like at that age 38 you know your kids are like getting into their teen years for the most yep. part you know so yep. you're still yeah. have so much of their life left to live like you know like you're mm-hmm. now he won't he's not there for their weddings or them to go off to college or you yeah. know become an adult you know like still so much life left to have so like he is lost another one at a young age, you know, like we should be like, when we see people pass away, it should be like, like John Madden was pretty old when he passed away, you know, mm. should be like that. You know, at like, that point we're sad for us. We're not necessarily sad for them because they got to live the full life. We're sad because we don't get to enjoy them anymore. Yeah. I'm um, just, I'm sad for the families, you know, that lost them. 
Yeah, these, like are, these are people who didn't get to spend enough time with their loved ones in their life because they were just too young. They didn't get to do it as much as they should have. These are these are young people that are their parents have to bury them. You know, this is yeah. The, the way should it should never work happen. is that yeah. The way it should work is that kids bury their parents, not parents bury the kids. Yeah, and unfortunately, that is what's happening. Because uh, I think it's obviously it's it's hard to bury your parents, but I think it's harder for your parents to bury their children. You know what I mean? Absolutely, hundred percent agree. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I'm. Uh, prayers go out to uh, both their loved ones. Uh, yeah. certainly old teammates and friends. Um, you know, our hearts are are with you and. Um, to the, to the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, and the Arizona Cardinals organizations, um, spread some love to them uh, for those that that know fans of of that team. Um, Hopefully, we can see some like uh, people doing like memorials and stuff, like what they did with uh, Haskins. You know, yes, yes, showing love uh, and support. Definitely want to see that. Um, you know, sh- show show that they were loved. That that's really what it yeah. comes down to, and uh, because they absolutely were. There's there's no doubt about that. All right, let's go ahead and uh, get back to um, something that's hopefully going to put some smiles on some faces, including our own. Um, yeah. Our, our, big, our big topic for tonight, we're going to talk about year two leaps. We're going to talk about guys who just finished their rookie year that we expect to have big second years. Not necessarily MVP or player of the year or anything like that, all pro. We're just saying, here's what we saw last year. They're ready to take a really big leap forward and be a much better player this year. Um, that tends to happen a lot with year two players, but these are the ones that are going uh, that we are predicting to stand out amongst them. So yeah, that's kind of the direction we're going to go. We definitely want to get through the skill players on offense. I'd like to get through more, but uh, time will be a big factor in that. Um, so we'll we'll kind of play it by ear. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with the quarterback position. Um, I'll, I'll simply say I had two guys in mind for this uh, mm-hmm. that I kind of had to kind of worm my way down to uh, to figure out who I was going to take. And uh, I'm very happy that I was able to land on one. But Ethan, as the co-host here, I will let you go first. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, I think I got, I got, I can think of two guys in minds and the two that I'm thinking of just because I don't think, Zach Wilson gets any better with the Jets yet. Like they're still developing. Um, and I don't I just don't think he's gonna be a great quarterback. Terrible of me, but I just don't see I that, I guess. I get it. Um, I don't think Justin Fields has a better year because the Bears are just gonna be so bad that so bad. Have you yeah, seen that so receiving like, for? Good yeah. God. So like he has no help. So he he really has no room to make that big leap. It's not his fault. It's the front no, office, you know. hundred um, percent. You know, let me let me say this really quick. Free Justin Fields. Can we get him yeah. on a different team, please, dude? Send him back to Ohio State. Like he'd probably have more luck there, you know. Like I, I just like I, I'm I'm so afraid he's going to get hurt or something like that or lose his because he's going to be trying to like just make every play. Life. You know, like he's, he's trying to life, extend the every play. Is terrible. The wide receivers are terrible. The only thing he has is a running back. Like, come on. Yeah, Jeez. David Montgomery was out for a lot of games last year. Tariq Cohen, he he just what tore his Achilles. Yep, he's out for the year. Yeah, dude was a baller. Hate to see that. Um, so the two the two quarterbacks I got in mind are Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. So you're also ruling out Trey Lance. I did forget about Trey Lance. Uh, no, see, here's the thing: if I thought Trey Lance was going to make a year two leap. That would tell me that he's starting, and yeah. apparently it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, starting, Jimmy, so Jimmy Garoppolo right still still in San Francisco. So yeah, I'm I guess I'll right rule that out. Um, so between those two, I think I think Trevor Lawrence gets the nod because they they made a lot of off off season moves and they get, they got a, a new head coach. Hopefully, Doug Peterson can. I don't think he'll pull an Urban Meyer. Like he just doesn't. He's been in the league before. You know, he knows what needs to be yeah. done. And, he and I will a, tell you, I will tell you in your defense, Doug Peterson has helped a young quarterback take a year two leap. Yeah. Carson Wentz. Yeah. So I think, I think Lawrence gets not, I do think Matt Jones will just continue getting better as he gets older. Like he's got Bill Belichick freaking coaching him. So I just think as he gets older and throughout his career, he'll just, 
not that he'll become Tom Brady, but he'll start commanding the field a little more as he gets like more trust in him with Bill and all that kind of stuff, you know. But I think I think Lawrence makes the big leap, maybe. So I did not consider Mac Jones for this, not because I don't think he's gonna be good, because he was already the best of the group. Yeah. So based on his rookie year. So I didn't feel like there was as much room for him to take that leap. Um and, and frankly, I don't think the offense got better in, in the offseason. They didn't get better weapons. Their offensive line didn't get better. In fact, they lost more on the offensive line than they gained. Um, and then they have running backs again. Like, I, I don't know. I, like, I just didn't see anything there. So actually, the two I was considering was Trevor Lawrence, as you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. And I was actually considering Zach Wilson. And I will explain because... They invested very heavily, both in free agency and the draft, in that offense and getting pieces around him, not just weapons, but also yeah. in the O line. In the you know during the offseason, they drafted. We'll start Garrett. with the draft. Let's, we'll start with Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Right? Took him yeah. in the top ten. Get him another weapon because, frankly, the attempt at getting Denzel Mims to be a thing for them has not shown that it can work. But and you took Elijah Moore last year. So, um, and, and you invested in Corey Davis. So you have three good receivers right out of the gate. You went into free agency, you signed Lincoln Tomlinson and you signed, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I think that actually, that was it. I'm sorry. That, that was, that was the move they made on the offense one. They sure up left guard. They also went out and signed CJ Uzama for tight end and Tyler Conklin at tight end. So they're going to have better receiving threats from the tight end position for Wilson to throw the ball to. They drafted Brees Hall. They're clearly trying to give Zach every chance to succeed. Now, does that mean Zach will succeed? No, that does not necessarily mean that. But I will say, when I see that kind of heavy investment in the offense, that's a big sign for me. That's exactly what Philly did when Carson Wentz broke out. They signed a whole bunch of receivers. They beefed up the offensive line. That was a good sign for me to say, he's going to have a bigger year. Is he gonna, I wasn't necessarily thinking MVP, but I was thinking this is what I do in fantasy football is I always draft like a nice solid, always good for like 17 points, but probably never going to give you more than like 23 points. Yeah. Quarterback. That's who I take early. So that was like Philip rivers when he was with the chargers, he was money for that kind of thing. And then I always try and take a year two quarterback that I think is going to have a really good chance to uh, improve. Zach Wilson is the guy I would be looking at this year, potentially. I would love to for it to be Justin Fields. I would love for it to be uh, a Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. And the reason that I end up picking Wilson over Lawrence is because of, um, as I said, Wilson's the additions with the Jets. I also didn't see enough of the additions on Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, they lost DJ Chark at wide receiver, and they're, they're trying to replace him with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Like I don't necessarily see it. Um, they, they did uh, add some uh, offensive line. Uh, they drafted Luke Fortner out of Kentucky. Uh, they signed Brandon Scherf uh, as a big name. And they did get Evan Ingram. I don't know. I'm just not convinced on Evan Ingram. Like, yeah, I'm not either. Much for me. So I just think that there's more pieces around Zach Wilson. To I would agree him, with that. To make him have a chance to succeed. I have more faith in Lawrence to be better. Like if you switched the situations around... I take Lawrence in a heartbeat and I wouldn't yeah. ask any questions about it. Um, Zach Wilson being who he is, is kind of the reason that I'm, I'm not sold, I'm sold like fully yeah. on it. That makes sense. But though. that's where I lean just because of everything around him. Yeah. He's got, I mean like the, they're, they're building around him. Um, I don't think, I guess I don't think that like it just happens next year. I think this is something that that's might totally take a, a couple years to develop and then sure. you could really see it. Um, but I, what I like with, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think he just gets better. Is like he now doesn't only just have James Robinson; he has He's Travis Etienne yes. back. You know, like I think that'll really help him offense, like offensively. You know, like yeah. being able to switch between the two and in pass catching situations. You know, like I think it'll help. Um, but uh, I guess what's what was the next position you're going to do? Running backs, right? Let's go right into running backs. Um, yeah, I mean, I think factually and like i just can't be wrong even though this is i think Travis said he left the biggest leap <laughs> well going from zero to anything is a pretty yeah. good leap, to be um, 
But I, um, like Najee had such a great year last year. I he don't had know. a lot of counting stats. His efficiency was bad. I don't put that on Najee. I put that on a really bad offensive line. And I, frankly, yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, he's gonna. I just don't I think, think there's a lot of leaping room for him. Yeah, that's what I'm him. saying. I think he'll still be great next year, but I don't think he like gets much better until like they really start putting pieces around him. You know, um, right. and I, unless unless they got the quarterback incredibly right with either Trubisky or Pickett, and that yeah. offense goes to some insane level that we weren't expecting, I just don't think there's a lot of space for him to to go up from 1200 rushing yards, you know, yeah. I think, I just think he gets pretty similar um, rushing yards in this coming year that he had as a rookie. He just does it in less carries. He's more efficient like, yeah. rather than averaging like whatever it was, you know, three yards a carry he averages like 3.7 yards a carry and is a more reliable back from that perspective. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I love him. I think I had him in a couple fantasy uh, leagues and he like, he didn't he disappoint. Uh-huh. He had a lot. He had a bunch of catches, and that—that's—that's that's a yeah. big part. I remember of one game he had fourteen catches. I was against the Bengals. Yeah, it was fucking. That was a beautiful game for me. I think he had like twenty, almost thirty points just from that yeah, game. And he had fourteen catches for like a hundred and two yards. So he was only. I mean, it was checkdowns. It was checkdowns after checkdowns because yeah. the Bengals were like, "Ben, I dare you to throw it against us," and he was like, "Yeah, no, Najee, please help." I mean, Najee, uh, Najee was like, all right, I'll take advantage of it. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I'll take that. Yeah. That's 14 yeah, free points right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I could see, I mean, I re- like, yeah, he went from zero. Like anything he does will be better. Um, I could see him having a pretty good year, but I could, He's I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if like Javante Williams had an even better year. That's, that's exactly where I'm with looking. the addition of Russ, you know, like with the addition of Russ and, is Melvin Gordon still there? I, I do want to quickly look at that. Um, um, because I, I just think the offense in general is going to be significantly better. Yeah, he's um, still on the... He's still on he the... wasn't super efficient. Um, last year, Devontae, uh, that, uh, from what I've seen, um, excuse me, out of Ben Albright, uh, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. He's a very good follow because he's, I mean, he's plugged in mostly with the Broncos, but he had, does have context throughout the league. So he has a lot of good information. But one thing I kept seeing him come back to was um, the idea that they aren't in love with him. Oh, they really? Remember. They don't love Javante. Like he just, he wasn't, he wasn't a better runner last year than Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Um, but I think Melvin Gordon's a year older makes him less likely to be as efficient and as good. And I think Javante Williams has a year of experience. I, that's, that's the guy I'm looking at because I just, between the improvement with the offense overall uh, and what I expect to be a downturn for Melvin Gordon, I think Javante Williams has a really good shot to take advantage of that. And that's, yeah. that's where I'm headed with it. Um, I, I certainly thought about mentioning uh, Travis Etienne. But I kind I tried to rule out people that didn't, didn't get have a play. any stats last yeah. year because um, because it, you want some sort of baseline of being like, well, what are they leaping from? Because leaping yeah. from zero is like, I mean, he literally tore his ACL like preseason week one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, sucks. I, I, so I had I had a buddy. Um, <laughs> That's this is this is why I do my fantasy drafts like week four of yes, preseason. You have, to. you have to. I had a buddy though who. Um, ended up having to auto draft because he just had an event that he couldn't get out of. Yeah. Um, and because he edited the um, draft board, it keeps injured players in. It doesn't move them out in the way it would if you don't touch it. So yeah. we ended up with, um, ended up with JK Dobbins. No dude. Michael Thomas. Oh, Travis ETN, Irv Smith jr. Um, I am missing. He had hit legitimately five guys on his roster to start Dude. the year that were going to miss at least sometime and most of them the entire season. Oh my God. That's, that's a tragedy, man. He came in second. Dude, of course he fucking did, man. It's always that way. And I was going to ask that, but I didn't want to, cause I thought it was physically impossible, but it always happens that way. And I'm so sick and tired of it, Sam. 
bro, you're preaching. You're preaching. It's always the fucking auto drafts, man. But like, say you miss a draft and you your team is auto drafted. Your team is hot shit. They are nothing. They're like the worst auto drafted team ever. But like, the fucking one guy, it's like that, right? It's because it's because he was able to. No one drafted Kirk Cousins, so he snags him. And Kirk had a very good fantasy year. Yeah, and then he goes and um, like in the auto draft because he put some value on rookies. He got Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle, who were money in fantasy. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that's. You know what? That's annoying. It was extremely annoying because he had like no running backs the entire year. That's frustrating. God. Ah, I'm, I'm hurting. Man. But um. But anyway, yeah. So so, Javante Williams is, is my answer. Um, you're you're going with that. Uh, uh, Travis. No, I'm going with Javante too. Just You're because like with Travis, we don't we don't have anything to like base it off of, like you said. Right. Um I even could see Michael Carter probably like having a, a better year too. Yeah, Michael Carter did well last year. I think the biggest knock on him was he got hurt for some time. And I yeah. noticed because he I picked him in multiple fantasy leagues. Um I don't think he would have necessarily been what Najee was or anything like that, but I think he would have put together a really nice year. Um, I, I like that. My question with him is, does Brees Hall steal too many of his carries? That's yeah. kind of my only my only concern with them. But if you're, if you're telling me Michael Carter is going to be the lead back by a fair margin, then he would absolutely be one of uh, be up there with Javante, which is yeah. funny because they were actually uh, teammates at uh, UNC. Just ironic. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, let's go ahead and jump to wide receiver. Um, <laughs> there's so many to go through. That's part of the, uh, yeah. the issue with doing this. Um, I'm already going to roll out Jamar. Yeah, I mean, he. What, what, how is he supposed to leap? Yeah. Come on. I, like, I, I, unless he Jamar, catches like 2,500 yards. Jamar, Jalen, even Devontae Smith. Like, but all three had ridiculously good years. I'm not even thinking about them for this at all. Oh, really? Just because they were all so good, like yeah. The, again, this is kind of like the Najee thing, where it's like, how are they supposed to leap from where they were? I mean, maybe Devonte, but he was still really good as a rookie. He just started really slow. Yeah. Who Who are your guys in mind? So I, I have two in mind, um, and I think one of them might be a bit of a cop out. Um, I'm thinking Rashad Bateman because, and I think the main reason he didn't have a bigger year is because he missed like the first four to six games or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's going to have the big breakout because he is literally the only receiver that I'm considering covering on Baltimore next year. So he's going to get the best corner on uh, the defense every single game. And because of the investment, not just in obviously Mark Andrews, but uh, drafting two tight ends, I wonder if that's going to eat into his opportunities as well. So I'm not sold on that one. The name that I am actually going to take here is Amari Rogers uh, from Green Bay. Oh, wow. Okay. I think he's going to get a ton of looks this year. Especially Adams is gone, you know? No Adams and no Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So you're talking about Alan Lazard, Amari Rogers, and a rookie in Christian Watson who... I've already read is having drop issues in camp. We've heard this before. Jamar Chase did it. But the difference is that uh, Christian Watson had like a 12% drop rate in college. Where and, and even on top of this, right? If Rogers is seeing that the guy has a drop rate, Rogers is like, all right, I'm just not going to fucking throw to you. Like, correct. I won't correct. throw to you. Like I, that, I'll, the, that is the big difference between him and Chase where Burrow is like, I will throw the ball to Jamar Chase. Rodgers ain't, ain't going to do it. So yeah. I, I think Amari Rodgers could have a really, really good year. And that's um, not like with Jamar versus that guy, like Jamar obviously having way more potential. That's like a Rodgers would do that with anyone who's new to him. Like he'd be right. like, oh, you keep dropping the ball on like training camp, bro. Like, okay, I'm, you're going to have to earn your way to catch the ball, get, like get targets now. Right. Like that's on you. Right. Yep. I 100% agree with that. So Amari Rodgers, uh, is my pick for this. Um, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily counting for on a thousand yards or anything like that, but somebody got to catch the ball from Aaron Rodgers this year. So maybe it's him. Um, yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to do it. Maybe it ends up being, maybe Christian Watson figures it out, but um, 
you know, I think about when Rodgers is at his best, when he doesn't have, when he hasn't had the Devontae Adams like production from that one guy, yeah. and he's having to spread it out a little bit more. The early years of Devontae Adams with uh, Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, there's a lot of balls to go around. Guys are going to get a thousand or close to it the top three guys. And so I could easily see that with um, Lazard and Rogers. Yeah. I mean, Rogers is still probably going to throw 40 attempts a game, you know, like easily. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to Roger and Rogers is throwing for almost 5,000 yards this year. Yeah. Um, But I guess, so with my guy, one of the, one of the three you mentioned that you already rolling out, I'm, I'm not rolling out. Okay. Um, And that's actually my guy that I think will have the bigger leap and leap in year two. And that's Devonte Smith. Talk I think um, with the addition of AJ Brown with his just massive size and like ob- his obvious like potential, like it really helps like Devonte kind of just like, kind of like with a B and the juju, but like, like that, I think there'll be a lot more focus on uh, AJ Brown when he's on the field. Sure. And a little less on Devonte Smith, and like, yeah, he, he had he had 900 yards last year on 64 receptions. Um, I think he probably gets 20, 25 more receptions than last year, and that'll I think throw him up to like 1,200, 1,300 yards, and he'll probably have an addition of like maybe three, four more touchdowns. I could I can really see Devonte Smith making a bigger leap than last year, and he didn't have a bad year last year, um, but I could I could I could see it. I don't hate it. Um, I it, There's nothing wrong with having different thresholds for what you would consider unable to take a big leap from that kind of thing. Yeah. So like, so it's, it, for me, it was just, I, I think Devontae is already awesome. So it's kind of like, I, I just, the, and I, and AJ Brown is going to steal opportunities from him, but I think, I mean, there was nobody to steal opportunities from Devontae last year, and that was part of the problem because Jalen Rager has been not good. Yeah. Let's be honest. And they they've whiffed on a bunch of other dudes. So um so I, I like I like where the, where your head's at on this one. I think um I do think Devontae has a very good year. So um good choice on your end. Uh tight ends. There's uh, not a, there's not a lot. This is an ugly group, man. I'm not gonna I don't like this one. I, like I'm, I had to look up the tight end draft class. I know um, that's what I'm saying. Like, like only, I mean, the, the only, only g- kind of stands out to me is Brevin Jordan um, in Houston because Houston has to throw the ball to somebody, and so it's like uh, maybe he gets like he. I started to see him. Uh, see, he seemed to have a better end of the year than he did at the beginning. Um, I don't know. I'm not. There's no one I'm really sold on, and I'm obviously not picking Kyle Pitts. And Pat Fryermuth was actually really good last year, so I'm not really thinking him either. Um, yeah. The thing with tight ends is that they take at least three seasons. Like, yeah, look at Njoku. Look at Njoku. It took him so long to kind of figure it out, and he was ultra talented from the get go. A lot just, of people it are. It takes them longer. A lot of people are mad about his contract extension. And I guess it only matters from the perspective that you also gave a crap ton of money to Austin Hooper last year. Yeah. They were they were just mad because of like and and you're have, still having to pay that. Yeah, they were mad because they were like a lot of people were like, um, you know, just saying like he's his stats don't prove that he's worth this. But like obviously, you know, when you give a contract, like you're not doing it. It yeah, you're doing it on the season they had in their previous, but like you're doing it on like their upside and their potential and like what you see in them. And he still and has like, a lot of that. I think he has got some fucking potential. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't. I don't see any. I don't see anything too wrong with the with the Njoku contract. Um, it, in the end, Titan money was booming this year. Yeah, just no way. But honestly, it. like that guy you said, I'm gonna take him too, just because Kyle Pitts. I don't think we'll have a better year You're because about or Jordan. Jordan. I think I'm gonna okay. go with him because Fairmuth. They just lost Big Ben. Um, you know, yeah. Even if it's Trubisky or Pickett. The, their, their, their production's not going to increase for, for Amrith, I think. Um, yeah. Same for Pitts. Like, Pitts is, I think, starting quarterback is what, Mariota, Marcus? Yes. And then they just drafted Desmond Ritter. Like, I don't think that going from Matt Ryan to that, like, Matt Ryan's a passing quarterback big time, you know, and he definitely focused on Kyle Pitts a little because he was one of his, like, only options for the most part, you know? 
Yeah. And I don't just going to be much more invested in the run game this year. Maybe maybe Kyle Pitts has a ginormous leap through like leap and leap in like year three. You know, if, if they if, get a quarterback if they get it right with Des Ritter, like yeah. if if they give him a year to learn and he ends up being really good in year three, I will tell you as someone who's watched a lot of Cincinnati football, Des Ritter likes using his tight ends. That's if good. They, yeah, hopefully they, they get it, it right with Des that. Ritter, Kyle Pitts will be super productive because right now what they're doing, like if they don't, if they don't, like obviously this year it's going up in flames for like Kyle Pitts's production. Yeah. If they don't turn it around in the next like two, they're wasting some like very high like talent. You know what I mean? Like they're just wasting his talent, and he should probably just request to get out of there. You know, if they're not trying to build around him. Well, it comes down to the fact that. They made a bad pick when they picked Kyle Pitts, which is not a statement about whether or not I think Kyle Pitts is good. It's a statement about how um, they took a court or they took a, a tight end when they needed to take a quarterback. Yeah, they took so him what four, right? Four overall. Yeah, and who? So it was Trevor Lawrence, and then what? Tret Lance went third. Zach Wilson went second. Yes. Uh, Fields they had went just eleventh. Yeah, they had Fields and Mac, Mac Jones, Jones left. Fifteenth. Like yeah, they, Dude, they very well should have, probably could have took Mac Jones. Honestly, they should have taken Justin Fields, who played at oh yeah Georgia before he went to Ohio State. Yeah, the fans, I guarantee you, wanted Justin Fields. I mean, I don't, don't think they were mad that the they fans. got Kyle Pitts, but I get, probably not. But. And they could, yeah, they could. Justin Fields might actually be from Georgia, which again, it's just like it was sitting right there for you on a platform. Yeah, yeah, he's from Kennesaw, Georgia, man. You had it, Dude. you had it on a silver platter for you. You take who I thought was the second best quarterback in that draft, and I mean his his last year in Ohio State, like the year before his draft, like he balled Stupid. out, man. Stupid good, so good. Man, oh, I, I I don't understand. So yeah, the front office, man. They obviously need to just give us a couple calls. I could help them out. Could help yeah, them out. yeah. I'm not saying we could make your team better, but like we could. But we could totally make your team better. Just yeah, because you guys are pathetic. You guys are getting paid hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars to make shitty calls. They do it every year, dude. If you want someone to make shitty calls, I'll, I'll do it for free. <laughs> All right. Like, <laughs> You don't need to waste your money, all right? That's awesome. Oh my god. Um, all right, let's do uh let's let's do offensive line, but just to make it a little bit easier on ourselves, because uh let's be honest, we are not offensive line experts. Um, let's just pick one guy. Let's do it that way. We'll we'll pick one guy across the entire offensive line. Um, okay. The guy I'm looking at is Spencer Brown. He's a tackle uh that plays for the Buffalo Bills. He uh, came out of, let me make sure I get this correct, Northern Iowa. So he's a small school guy. Um, okay. He's going to be replacing, uh, oh my goodness, uh, Daryl Williams. He's going to be replacing Daryl Williams at right tackle for the Bills. Um, so didn't get a ton of playing time last year, but I think this is going to be, I think we're going to see this work better than people may expect. Um, this is a really good offensive line in the end. And uh, getting, I, I just don't think it's going to be this awful hole at that spot. Um, I mean, this is a team that I think is going to be incredibly good. And, uh, and I do think Spencer Brown is going to play a role in that. Um, so that, that's, my, that's my pick there. You're, he's he's going to be a starter for him. Um, I like it. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I don't think, like, you can't, Creed Humphrey probably will not have a better, like I, it, it, he no, doesn't I have, it's like Jamar. Make the argument that Creed Humphrey should have been rookie of the year. Like he was yeah. so good. Like he can't he like, won. not that he can, he'll be any better, but like the leap. This it, is no, there's yeah. Where, where, where yeah. Is he? And you can say the same for like even Rashawn Slater too, you know, like he, he yes. was a beast last yes. year. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think maybe uh, Penny, uh, Penny, Su- how do you say his name? Penny Sewell. Yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. On I think he probably because he didn't he like he didn't do terrible last year. But the big thing for him was that they started him at right tackle. He's he's truly a left tackle. He's not yeah. a right tackle. They started him at right tackle um, at the beginning of the year and he struggled. And then they moved him to left tackle when Taylor Decker got hurt. 
Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, this he's guy actually can, really good. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, I think we're keeping him over here. Yeah, so, so just keep keep him there. And I think he could freaking who knows, maybe what maybe he makes a Pro Bowl appearance, you know. I, I'm not ruling it out because frankly it's a popularity contest and Penny Sewell's a super likable guy. How do you feel know. about that when things are like popularity contest like i feel like it should be a factor but it shouldn't be like the reason why guys get it you know you have to give people a reason to watch yeah granted we already talked about how you can improve the pro bowl so from that perspective let the players vote it yeah i'm still waiting on hbo and amazon to like just be like yeah by the way guys they talk to me. They talk, they're like, yeah, we're buying the rights to the Pro Bowl, uh, the TV rights. <laughs> I, I mean, if, honestly, if, you, if you're going to do... If you're going to not do the game itself, then I think you have less reason to have fan involvement. Um, I hate it because like, I, I think about every year in like Major League Baseball or the NBA you'll have a dude who didn't play like a single game, get voted in as a starter. And you're like, come on, man. Dude, like, if, if get- yeah, like this, ready. If Mike Trout were to have like his, like, like say he, he usually is like a, a 300 average batter. You know, he's obviously yeah. one of the greatest players of all time too. If he batted like 240, had like no one, 10 home runs going on the all-star break and like 40 RBIs, he'd be an all-star. I wouldn't doubt it. Starting all-star. Yeah. Because it's Mike Trout. You know, like it's name recognition. Like yeah, that, that's that's why that's why Brady's in every year. Not that Brady does not deserve to be in every year, but I'm just saying, like, he's going to get voted in. Period. Doesn't matter what happens. Aaron Rodgers is going to get voted in every single year. Doesn't matter what happens. Like that, Patrick Mahomes is going to get voted in every single year. Doesn't Lamar, I mean, even gets in there too. I think I think he got. I don't think he got it last year though. I don't think right. Um, I don't believe so. Uh, because he wasn't voted in as, as the starter, so I think the reserves got uh, picked. By, like they had different players, and um, yeah, yeah, honestly, I, I I don't love I don't love any of the all star voting systems. I, I just I think it. I want to I want to weigh it. I want I want to do I want to do it where you do some sort of weight system of like yes, fan vote counts for something. But I want it to count for a smaller percentage. Yeah, I want it to be at best. You're you're seeing like fifty fifty between um, fans and players. I want it to be like seventy five percent players and twenty five percent fans. Yeah, I no, I would agree with that. Yeah, like because honestly, like you you know the the players they know it better than anybody. You know, like they're like correct. No, you just they're like yeah, you you you've watched them play, but like you, it's different when you are on the field with them. You're like you don't understand. You 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 won't understand that. You know and and let's face it, how many of us plebeians actually understand offensive line play? Yeah. Like, seriously. We're just looking at the stats and be like, how many sacks has he given up? Cool. And it's like, there's so much more that goes. Whoever has it. the better TV personality, they're like, that guy gets my vote. They're looking at PFF scores, which like, yeah, like that's, that's literally it. I want player. I want, I want, I want TJ Watt and Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald telling me, these are the best offensive linemen in the league and they should be in the Pro Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Done. You know, I'd just love to see is like we talked about in that Pro Bowl episode was like draft teams, like what like LeBron KD did, you know, like no AFC, no NFC, just freaking two guys. Take your teams, you know. Anybody across the league? That would be honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I kind of love that. You know, like they're not just limited to the Pro Bowlers because, like, obviously, some guys get snubbed and they get snubbed hard. You know what I mean? And then you got like some sleepers in there. You know, every freaking year, somebody you you see somebody you're just like, and it's a it's not like it's a like a okay like it could I could see it being this or them like it's literally like a highway robbery snub. It's insane. Yes, yes. every single year there's at least one, and you're just like, this is stupid. And that's not just the NFL. It's literally all across. It's every major sport. Correct. Yes. Yes. I we've we've talked about how how stupid this all you know the the Pro Bowl is and it, yeah it, the voting system is is absolutely a factor in that in my opinion. So um, 
without without digressing too far into that. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll, we will literally be here for another hour. I'm, I'm like, like I'm, just, I'm over here like pacing back and forth. Like that's I can't take this anymore, Sam. I'm sick of it, dude. Uh, yeah, we would uh, we would absolutely need be needing a pause to be like, all right. We're gonna have to get a drink to do this. Let's see. Yeah, right. be like, I'm gonna take a smoke break or some shit. You know, like I don't mean smoke, but I'd be like, I need a smoke, bro. <laughs> this is killing me. <laughs> pain. This is this is what real pain is. I'm actually hurting, dog. <laughs> and you better ask me if I'm all right, because I need the respect on that. Oh God. Oh goodness gracious. Let's go ahead and, and wrap it up there. Um, Let's, uh, we can actually circle back next week and talk about some defensive prospects, which will frankly give us more time to do some homework because uh, I think we probably need it more on the defensive guys. Um, yeah, no, I would agree with that. As I'm like, <laughs> yeah. during like, just, just like, I have like an ideas of guys, but I'm just like 2021, like NFL draft class wide receivers. And then I look at the list and I'm like, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And then I'm like 2021 NFL draft class running backs, you know, like just briefly as you're like saying your guys and I'm like, yeah. Yep, here we go. Totally get it. No, uh, so this will this will give us some time to to brush up, make sure that we uh, we feel really good about about what we're gonna be talking about. So, really thank you guys for uh, joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and certainly check out all of our sister podcasts across the Dip Podcast Network. Um, NBA Finals kicking off, so definitely check out Hoop Forum with uh, Ben and Adam. Um, I mean, baseball season is rocking right now. So Dude. check out Chalk Talk on the Pine. And coming soon, I keep saying it, I really mean it at some point. Yeah, coming no, I was about to question. It literally is, is coming soon. And I'm like, when is this happening? I'd like to know too. This is like like Top Gun Maverick, like <laughs> the release date, you know? I know. She's getting pushed back, but I promise I promise it will it will be coming. Uh our pop culture podcast, the dip. They better give us a special shout out and be like, hey, man, we've been hyping it up for weeks. I've been representing, man. I've been representing you guys. Making sure I put the team on my back. I put the team <laughs> on my back. Into the end. So I do this shit for John Madden. Respect. Yes. Look at, look at us come full circle, baby. Uh. Look at that. Love it. All right. Uh, again, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Ethan, sign us off. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, like what he said, you know, show us some love. Um, and then just, I don't just take a moment, hug your loved ones, you know? And if you're, if you're not around your family, send them a text, let them know you love them and you're thinking about them, you know, just like call them, doesn't text them, call them. Yeah. Let, you know, doesn't take a lot of effort, you know, just, you know, like, like what we're, what we've been seeing here recently, like with everything going on, like anyone's life can end in a moment, you know? We need to just take it in, not take everything for granted like we always do, you know? So hopefully you just use this moment to just like reflect on that, you know? But we hope you all got, everyone stay safe and just have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. We will talk to you guys on the next one.